0: Hey there. Welcome to this week's Rise Above Noise. Each week, I have the honor of shining a spotlight on someone in the Rise Above Noise community who's making a real difference and helping others with their business growth. I am Susan Finn. I'm a digital marketing strategist with Rise Above Noise, where for the past 15 years, I've been working with transformation creators. I'm working with energy healers. Light workers, coaches, creatives, teachers, to create their own personal roadmap in their own digital marketing journey. So together we create their step-by-step system that will allow them to show up in a way that feels generous. It feels in service so that you'll show up with more consistency, which is the key. And when you show up with consistency, the people who are already searching for you are going to be able to find you. Your business will grow with flow and with ease. You see, when you do marketing, you reach people. And if there's one thing I've learned in those years of um, working with small business owners, it's that we're all trying to do the things, we're holding ourselves to a standard, we're pushing. We're comparing, we set up deadlines, we judge ourselves. We are all experiencing stress in some sort or another. Well, today my guest is Shauna Pelton. She's the owner of Quantum Shift. Shauna and I are going to talk about stress and how we, you, us as conscious leaders can recognize that stress has a purpose it helps us grow and it keeps us strong, but there needs to be a balance. Shana will tell us that conscious leaders know that to really make the impact that you're here for, you have to be willing to see and correct the blind spots, those spots that are stopping your progression. I think you're really going to enjoy today's conversation with my friend Shana. Let's get right to it. My favorite day. I love Thursday so much. I look forward to it the whole week as like, I don't know, I visualize my weeks. I don't know if you do this. I visualize like a calendar in my head with like heaviness, lightness, bright. And like, I always think of this part of my Thursday as like, <laughs> like my bright place wow. to, be to show up i know fun right well i'm
1: glad to be here with you in your bright place
0: same same i'm gonna make sure that i'm gonna make sure this goes on speaker i wonder if i have you pinned i'm not gonna worry about it
1: you want me to pin it
0: do you get to pin it
1: i can i'll pin it when i talk i won't do it now.
0: Funny that it's funny. It's um, showing me you. That's okay. Let me take a deep breath. Let's make sure we're here. Okay. Rise Above Noise Spotlight. I am here with my good friend, Shauna Pelton. We met years ago in a coaching program. We were accountability buddies for quite some time. And it's just always, always, always amazing to spend time with her. Wait till you get to hear her her talk. You just are going to want to listen to her all the time and do all the things. Um, As I do, I'm going to get started um, with a little bit of digital marketing stuff, or really in this case, it is digital marketing, but it's also business, showing up in business. And then we're going to talk about showing up, doing the things, managing the stress that comes from all of the things and how we can just manage that and be our very best versions of ourselves while managing the stress. So I'm just gonna start with what you have probably already seen, but I love to share it because I love a roadmap. I love knowing where we're going. I love knowing where we've been and I love knowing where we have to put some effort. So in the Rise Above Noise program, the way that I work with my clients on making sure that we're covering all the bases It's really designed so that we dig into our core values. We master our time and I would say energy. We gain control of messaging and that would be messaging in our business and also just messaging to ourselves. And we're attracting clients' business who align with what we've just talked about. So the first step in Rise Above Noise is understanding what your core values are. You're starting a business and you need to know what your non-negotiables are, who you wanna speak with all of the time, your ideal clients, but also how you want to show up. And I know that's something that Sean is going to speak to a little bit today. Um, You're gonna create compelling content. I've covered that in a number of different ways you're going to share proof of concept is step number three. And that is um, sharing your testimonials and case studies. Now, number four in the rise above noise process is organizing and scheduling. And I was just on a call this morning. And if we're talking today about managing our stress, if we're talking today about showing up as conscious leaders We have to be our best version of ourselves, which means we need to know what we're doing. We need to have a way to get from step A to step A1, A2, A3, step B, step right? Like all the things. When you are in this case, digital marketing, but I'm sure Sean is gonna have other things for us to talk about. But in my world with digital marketing, it can feel so chaotic. And if I'm telling you that, in my opinion, our number, our only resources, our, our, our only currency really is our time and our energy. And if you're going to take care of yourself, you need to take care of your time and your energy. And so organizing your tasks, um, outsourcing, some of your tasks because you're organized enough to do so scheduling yourself your posts your calendar so that you're putting in the time that Sean is going to talk to us about today for yourself to be your best version of yourself I think that's of all the things on my list I think that's the most powerful as far as your personal development Number five in the rise above noise process is keeping in touch. And that of course is where I spend a lot of my time helping people with their email marketing, making sure that it represents their core values, their ideal clients, making sure that they've got a system to protect their time and energy so they show up fully with ease and with flow and with generosity and most of all with consistency. So that being said, I'm really excited to listen to Tashauna to today to kind of take some of that and then really like take it, shake it, and then move it into her own, her own words uh, today because, man, if you don't already follow her on, well, she'll give you all the links. Make sure you do that because it's, it, it's just life-changing. All right, so here's the, here's the real deal. Here's the part that I love. Now I just get to read. Shauna says, everyone wants to feel healthy, live with purpose, have meaningful connections, be self-confident, but the vast majority of people everywhere are struggling to overcome painful patterns of personal, relational and professional conflict the price we pay for holding on to our unresolved traumas and dramas is just too high it's time to claim our self sovereignty to create a positive personal change and live a more empowered fulfilling life so as a trauma informed spiritual mentor bioenergetic psychedelic somatic practitioner and transformational coach And a guide of 20 years, Shauna facilitates and educates heart-centered, open-minded, conscious leaders, change makers, healers, creatives to reorient to their true north. Shauna is the host of the Inner Power Quest show on the Win Win Women Network. And she's the founder of the Inner Power Circle and Pathwork Academy. She's doing the great work of trans, helping you transform yourself and the world and to liberate your spirit. Oh, I'm so lucky to know you, my <laughs> friend. When I asked Shauna what her superpower is, you guys, she said it's her calm presence. And if you know me, you know how much I love that. <laughs> Shana, I'm so glad that you're here today.
1: Oh, I'm glad to be with you. What an honor to be in your community today. I've been in your community as a a participant, you know, I've relied on you for the important work of digital marketing. So I'm really glad now I get to share some of my tools with your community members. When you say
0: that your superpower is your calm presence, Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit more about that.
1: So, We know, like, all right, I'll give an example. Mm -hmm. I had a a client who um, said something was inside of her, like screaming to get out. She didn't know what it was. She didn't know how to help it. And it affected her. It affected her mind. It affected the way that she behaved. It affected how she showed up in her relationships and how she did her work. And when people are with me during our time together, there is a nervous system reset that happens. And I've come to find out there's actually a clinical reason for that, that when people share space together, whether it's over coffee for one-on-ones professionally, or if it's intimate as in love relationships or friendships, that sort of thing. The one who has their nervous system in the most like, well, when they're stable, and then they're really like empowered, literally like in their power is the one who controls the energy of the space. Mm -hmm. And it influences the other people's energy. It's similar to synchronization. If you've ever seen those videos where there's a whole bunch of pendulums and they're all at different rhythms, they start off Dissonant they're not connected they're 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 going at different speeds in different what places and over time they all sync up and they work together so synchronization is a physiological experience and it comes from the place within you that essentially is your we I call it your power but it is a nervous system state. And so I have learned the ability of creating coherence first and foremost within myself. And it came from having to do my work of healing from my traumas, my stress, and then ultimately being in service to help people shift into that state for themselves as well.
0: I love the way you say that. That makes so much sense. Mm. When I was growing up, my mother who was from Cuba, so she had some Latina in her, whenever she would get upset, it was just like, I, I saw that energy. Hey Dios, dame paciencia, And like everybody would. And so I think that, um, in raising my own children, I was like that, that did not make me feel good. So maybe this was like, okay. So when I would get upset, I would find that the quieter I spoke mm-hmm. and, you know, the clearer that I was brought that down so that, I mean, four kids in the house, right? Like you got to, you gotta set that energy, right? You
1: do. You have to set the tone, or else it will control the whole, like you know, the one who is most out of control yes. will end up dominating the space, the airwaves, the energy of the space, literally.
0: That's I love that insight so much. Yeah. So tell me what else we're gonna talk about today. I love, I love all these things.
1: Oh good. We're talking about well, stress is a natural part of life. Yeah. So it stress is. is Of course, stress is absolutely a natural part of life. And as a matter of fact, it's said that, you know, we need stress in order to be able to grow. I mean, think about when you go to the gym, you lift a weight, whatever, you know, and the intention is to build muscle mass, let's say, as a goal. Um, You need that stressor in order to have the response. But the thing is, is that in order to grow, your body has to break down in relation to the stress in order to build back up again, all right? So it's a breakdown and a build up, And when you build up, you're stronger, just like after a broken bone. Hmm. You break a bone, your bones mend. You actually mend stronger than before. You're reinforced from the experience. So in life, stress has purpose. It helps us grow. It keeps us strong. However, there is a ratio where there's, it can be imbalanced. And it's not exact, an exact science like uh, uh, across the board. It's dependent on the individual. So there are some people who have more resilience and they're able to handle more stressors as a result. And you see this in our Exceptional leaders, the models of the world, who we know are amazing leaders, because they can handle stress. How do we know they can handle stress? They're not overreacting to, you know, other people's, uh, you know, opinions. They're not breaking down and taking everything personally. They're not uh, like look. Right now, I I think Zelensky is an amazing example of a resilient leader. I personally would not have been able to handle, and I do work my, you know, I believe I'm a resilient person. I don't know, he was born for this role. I believe that, you know, what an amazing example of how to be a strong, resilient leader. But here's the thing, he cries, he shows emotion, he shows that he's upset, but he does it in a way that stays in his power right? He's vulnerable. That's, and that's actually a powerful thing to be. And um, so anyway, we have to realize that when we're out of balance, when we're not resilient and we can't handle our day-to-day tasks, I mean, obviously you have a lot of business professionals, entrepreneurs who are, you know, grinding, Mm. you know, at their, their business. Not only do they have to do the work that they're, you know, passionate and, and, passionate about and perhaps feel purpose driven by but they have to do all of the business management stuff that goes along with it whether it's you know doing the tasks by themselves or having to you know manage people to do these tasks these things are stressors in life and there's also personal stuff that also tack that on add that to the list we all have things that we're dealing with um i know right now it just seems like I'm, I'm, I'm witnessing a lot of older people. When I say older, I mean like more mature um, people who are having to um, take care of their elderly parents, for example, that is a really huge life stressor, big life stressor. And it might be, maybe it could be more stressful, if not equivalent to someone who's raising a child, right? Like having the responsibility of rearing a child. Um, so again, it's relative to the individual that's going- So to many people it. are in both. They're raising their kids. And yes, oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. I know, I know. Um, and so, yeah, and then if never mind COVID, they said that when COVID hit the uh, CDC reported that there was a 60% increase in um, cases of severe psychological distress. Mm-hmm. So that means anxiety, depression, overwhelm, all of these things lead to burn out, which is a nervous system state. When someone hits burnout, and this is why it's so important to be proactive, when you feel stress in your life, not to wait until it gets to that point where you have to then like, you're literally people are waiting until they're forced to seek help. And then they spend more time, more energy, more money trying to repair from burnout versus trying to prevent it. And that's the thing I really want smart professionals to get, it, to get a good like understanding of is that it's more wasteful to wait than it is to take proactive initiative and and create structure in your day to build resilience and actually manage um, you know overwhelm.
0: Amen to that. Mm-hmm. You get some tips for us?
1: I absolutely do. I think um, Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that's important to recognize is that like stress, as I mentioned, of course it has its normal thing, but acute, you know, so like um, prolonged stress rather um, leads to negative situations, physical, emotional, mental, um, and relational challenges. It said that 90% of all our doctor's visits are actually related to these stressors. And there's a lot of health conditions that are associated with it. So like, if I can share with you an image that way people can kind of look and see, you know, maybe this, this speaks to you. Are you someone who's having chronic headaches, right? Stress can trigger migraine headaches or vision issues that come from migraines and stuff like that. Um, or how about heartburn, right? You feel the heat of anger that builds up, you know, the pressure builds up in your system, it can manifest as heartburn. How about the feeling of like, you just can't, you can't like catch your breath. Some people say it's like when they have anxiety, it's like they can't swallow, they can't swallow their breath or um, I can't remember the term they use, but it says if they're grasping for breath. Um, My dad just actually almost didn't Survive his chronic stress, he went to the emergency room and had emergency stu- surgery because he had buildup, arterial buildup of cholesterol in his arteries related to unresolved stress. He was always on edge about what was going on at work and what was going on in his uh, family life, right? It was hard for him to deal with. So that's another issue. So people also might wanna think about what's going on digestively in their nerve uh, or in their digestive system with IBS and um, that sort of thing is chronic issues right now, it could be related to stress. So you can see here, everyone can look here, maybe insomnia is a huge one, weakened immune system, all of these things. If anyone wants to take a screenshot, I don't need to keep it up. I'll take it down in three, two, one. You get my points. Yeah. We are looking at um, everybody. <laughs> when we see these health issues, we can totally relate. There's not one person who can't relate. But here's the thing that we need to understand. These are the blind spots, okay? the uncommon knowledge about stress is that it isn't about what we're experiencing at all it's about our perception of what we're experiencing
0: oh, that makes so much sense yeah
1: and so it's like have you ever you know seen someone who completely flies off the handle at a small event where you're like i don't that didn't even trigger me i have no charge inside from that right? So it's really interesting how it becomes personal, personal. There's a, a quote. I wish I remembered the woman who said it. It's an old quote. It's, uh, it says, we don't see life as it is. We see life as we are. And I have a story about how to translate this. And when I, um, there's this one time I was walking down the street literally walking down main street and I was watching a little girl and her mother she was holding the little girl was holding her mother's hand and she had these rainbow glasses on and we were about to cross paths and I couldn't help but just notice how adorable she was she was probably five years old if I was to guess you know and um she was looking all around and so I said to her, I just love your glasses. You know, when we were, we were crossing paths and she made her mother stop so she can engage me in a conversation about all the things that these amazing glasses did for her. She said, you need to try them. And she put them on my face. And she said, look, everything's beautiful. So like I was of course transported into my five-year-old self when everything truly, it was one of those kinds of lenses that, that made the world have reflection of the rainbows. So everywhere you looked, there were rainbows. It was so beautiful.
0: I love that. I love that.
1: <laughs> so I was like thinking about that after. And I'm like, there's two things that that reminded me of. First, when we're younger, we see the perfection in life. Mm. You know, we're not, we don't come out stressed. We don't see the world as like, Uh, you know, a dark place. It's the experiences that we have that color our lens of perception. And each one of us has different experiences. Sure, we have collective experiences that we live through, and those will be shared traumas. But we all have individual experiences. So therefore, our lenses are a little bit different. And so the, the, the thing is, is that if we know how we're seeing our situation is causing us to react in a way that we can consider stressful, um, and I'll get into what that might look like in a minute, um, and then we have to then ask ourselves: is this in our power to change? And if it is in our power to change, why wouldn't you? Mm. Right? And I do believe that it's our responsibility. In fact, it's our obligation to clean our lens. And I heard someone say, uh, restore your view, that's like a perception, the view, to its factory setting.
0: I love that.
1: (laughs) The way that you saw the world as an innocent child, your lens of, your perfect lens of, of seeing the truth in all things. And so, therefore, you can change the way that you respond when you change the way you see things. And so, we relate to how we relate to stressors is actually connected to our, our own traumas. So, now we know that, right? But not just our traumas, but our ancestral lineage. Science shows that there is intergenerational trauma that actually gets passed on. Uh, so, whether it's our own experience during developmental stages that shape our worldview, um, Or it's something that, you know, we were born into a lineage that influenced us. um, There's going to be a response uh, in our nervous system. So I want to give people a quick example, if that's okay with you, Susan, so people can understand. And the way that this ties in, I'll I'll definitely tie tie it into where, where'd it go? Oh, here it is. Um, Can you see that? Okay. See it. Great. And so what we're looking at here is how the nervous system responds to our, our, our traumas and dramas. Okay. So if there's, imagine that there are four nervous system states or five, if you count neutral. Okay. So neutral would be zero. The nervous system state of one and two, this is when we're in the sympathetic reaction. So state one is just simply mild stress. This is the good, healthy stress. This is the stuff we can handle. And it's easy to go at the end of the day, you kind of just maybe you worked out and you got rid of that stress and you go back to neutral. But if you have an experience where you feel that you are threatened, whether it's a perceived threat or a real threat, this is when, you know, when the animals are at the watering hole on the Serengeti and you see that their ears are constantly listening for any threats. Maybe there's a lion behind those, those uh, um, trees. You never know, right? So what happens from that state one, they're hypervigilant. They're always on the lookout for, for something bad. The other stew is going to drop. Next thing you know, they hear rustling in the bushes and boom, that, ter- that mild stress turns to anxious. What do we do when we're anxious? Our fight or flight response kicks in. We feel overwhelmed. And so we start to react to the threat. The reaction could look like an attack, we're gonna fight it, or it could look like we're gonna run away from it. So people have to know themselves and know to know what nervous system state they're in and what their common behavioral response is, all right? But imagine this imagine, you know, on that Serengeti, sometimes the lions catch their prey. And if that's the case, then it feels hopeless to that animal, the prey, and their nervous system drops from fighting, which is very much, you know, a hot space to be in. There's a lot of energy there. And it's almost like that's where burnout happens because it's just constantly fighting, 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 putting out fires, you know. At, at work yeah. but when you feel like it's overwhelmed and you can't do it anymore what happens is the nervous system drops into a, a protective state it's called dissociation this is when people feel hopeless they feel despair they feel like nothing that they're going to do matters because nothing's working for them now the what's happening in the body at that time is the the body produces natural, analgesics. That means painkillers. And so people feel disconnected from their bodies. They don't feel the pain, but they feel the heaviness of the pain. Hmm. So it's an interesting place to be. People, you'll notice here, like when people have suicidality, that tells me what nervous system state they're in. When people are in despair and they have no hope left, that tells me what nervous system state they're in. Now, Severe shock is when there's an immediate trauma. That's when people are, it's like the deer in the headlights, right? People are like frozen in a state of shock and they have nothing. They feel nothing, nothing at all. Um, And that's just usually, you know, a state where, you know, we go to to protect ourselves from the situation that might be a dire situation. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring that up and why it matters is because whenever we have those nervous system states from our past, imagine that we go through life experiences. If we're young and we don't know how to solve a problem, our body protects us by dropping into dissociation. So it doesn't have to necessarily be a severe trauma. And a lot of people do, like one in five people are victims of assault, sexual assault or physical assault, or perhaps they've witnessed violence in their home, that sort of thing. One in five people, one in five. So a lot of us know what it feels like to feel hopeless, to feel overwhelmed, to feel powerless. But when we're younger and we're powerless, We don't know what to do about it. You know what ends up happening? It stores in our body, in the tissues of our body. And it also stores around us in the biofield. There's little data all around us. And so in that storage mode, it goes dormant. And then next thing you know, Life continues and you grow up and you think you're fine. And you're like, I can handle life now. I'm a more powerful person, except something happens. And it reminds your nervous system. It reminds that, that like protective part of you about what happened a long time ago. And it's not even thought about. This is not a conscious process that is happening. It's completely subconscious. And it's physiological. And so what's happening is every bit of trauma that's still dormant because it wasn't healed. You didn't know how to heal when you were a child. You didn't know how to release and discharge trauma. And so it's stuck, it's frozen in the body and it comes back to life during stressful experiences that remind your body of that time you couldn't serve, that you couldn't fix something that was a problem. So you end up literally in the nervous system state of your trauma, but it's not really a trauma. It's just simply you have a deadline at work and you have to get it done. But your nervous system doesn't know that. Or it's just maybe someone that you're dealing with, like a client that has a problem or colleague that has an issue, or you know, you're just you you have something that in your personal life that's really challenging to deal with because people drive us crazy sometimes. We love them and then they drive us crazy. It's it's both and. And so those things activate our nervous system states. And if we're not mindful of how to actually move the energy out, of how to heal the old trauma, we're going to literally burn out. The body can't keep that for long. And that's why our systems break down. That's why we have problems. We don't have real problems. We have perceived problems. And they're all tied into what's unresolved, undigested, unprocessed past traumas. And so that's what we're looking at here.
0: It's so interesting because, you know, I love the science behind all of this and it is science, right? Yes. And, um, I, I won't go into it here, but when we shut off the recording, we'll have a little discussion about the trauma that ha- I feel that is happening right now, where if, if you're a news watcher.
1: Yeah, I worry there's-
0: about that. Too. There's right? trauma people happening. are going to need you. They're going to need to have people like, them, yeah. and we're going to all have to join groups like your group and join places where we can find communal healing so that you know when people like professionals like you can help us navigate.
1: Yes, so- I think about this all the time. I really want to speak more to that often. Like everywhere I go, I just want to shout it out. Like people need to understand how that trauma is going to affect the future generations of those cultures. Think about the people who are living through it, the children who are living through it, the people who are watching what's happening, the people who are forced to contribute to what's happening because there are a lot of soldiers who are just simply following rules. Right. They're not bad people. They just have bad leadership, right?
0: Right, and that's so, if you follow that, right? That's if you follow the international news. And then I would also posit that we're having some um, National news right now that is affecting me very. Strongly. Oh, national
1: news. Yeah. Oh. Uh huh. <laughs> so, so we won't uh-huh. get into that here because this is not a political or uh-huh. that. But, but. But it it actually speaks to the conflict, right? And here's what ends up happening. And this is why it's so essential. Like, honestly, if you want to think about helping the world, because again, it's like, all right, I want to help myself, but I want to make a difference in the world. If you react to things that, you know, like other people's opinions, let's say someone has one view, you have another view, there's boom, 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 butting heads. There's a reaction that happens. There's an explosion that happens. You know, there's fights. We, we are in conflict and it's a battle for, for who's going to win. We need to rise above that. We can't get come to a solution from that place. That level of consciousness is old paradigm stuff. That's what we used to do. We can't bring that with us, we can't. And so it's essential that every one of us figures out how to heal from their nervous system state so that they can meet the conversation neutral. So that, here's why. When we're fighting with someone about an opinion that we have, we have a strong belief system about what we believe is right, okay? Do you know we're where, what we're doing? We're we're literally accessing the part of our brain that is responsible for fighting. It's it history fights. It's it's only focused on what it thinks it knows. It only sees problems, and that's where the whole lens of perception comes in. You can't even. Access solutions. You can't even access the creative part of your mind. And you know what else you can't access? Do you remember at the beginning when I talked about the synchronization? You can't sync up you can't create coherence and harmony so that you can come to a different state of of being with somebody else so
0: we need when you're in this life. right i know this is not something we're going to solve here this is something i'm sure that you address in your communities and yes, in, your, in your talks and on your win-win show so yeah. i'm going to make sure that we bring people to those places because now more than ever I know I say that all the time, but seriously, like we are so on the um, precipice. Yeah, we are, we it's, are, it's, we it's are. hard to even remember. So I'm not going to go like, I won't get there too right. much, but just know that there are there, that there is Shauna here to help you with that. Yes. Yeah. Healing, so Healing is up possible today. Was there something else you had wanted to share with us today? You were going to, you know,
1: honestly, I think everyone knows themselves enough to, to feel resonant with the message here. yeah. And if someone's interested in kind of getting started on like, you know, like curious, like where do I begin? I do have a free gift if anyone's curious about that, you know, like how do I get started and where do I begin? So I, if you want to share with people, um, is that okay?
0: Absolutely. This is the um, active hosted, that's it. Having a hard time grabbing it. I'm going to put the link in here. Perfect. So I'll put I'm- all the links in here, because you should follow Shauna everywhere. Follow her show. I'll get all the links and add them in later, but yep. so we can stay focused.
1: Well, it's interesting because you talked about values at the beginning here, and I know I forgot to tie it in, but I spoke about values this week on my show, and I always have the re- replays up so that people are, you can catch up, but you know, it speaks to like, if we value personal growth. If we value harmony with others, if we value being of service, then what it's going to take is for us to do our part in creating harmony within ourselves so that we can have those align with those values. So if people actually find um, you know my on my website, shanapelton.com, They'll see there's a little place to get my free process. It's called the Quantum Shift Process, and essentially, it's a tool that I use to help people actually create a shift in a moment they feel triggered. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you feel triggered, when you feel you're in that hot zone. Um, there's a or you drop into dissociation. You can't feel yourself. You can't connect. Right? You, you you know what that feels like when you can't yeah. access. Some people will say like, I don't even. I can't even feel love i can't even, i don't even know what joy feels like right so that's what dissociation can be for some so either way whether it's a hot or cold nurture, ner- nervous system state the quantum shift process is a place to begin healing that's it and then from there you can access my my uh community and all of the different ways in which you can participate but i do have programs available to help people facilitate the healing journey. So everything that I do is, is about, you know, this work of healing and transformation.
0: And I know that you are so, so, so dedicated to this. You have done so much research. This is not just somebody who, right? Like you have gotten all the certifications. You've gone to all the schools. You've worked with all of the masters and you have a deep, deep understanding and also a wonderful way of teaching. It's one thing to know it. It's another way to teach it and to be able to actually, and I have not had sessions with you, right? So I don't know what it's like to be healed by you, but I know what it's like to speak with you. And I think that would be so powerful.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate you staying. Well, there you have it. I hope
0: you enjoyed this week's Rise Above Noise Spotlight as much as I did. Honestly, I could listen to Shauna talk every single day. It's her depth of knowledge, right? She just has that ability to guide leaders, to heal and to move forward in their power. She's the real deal, you guys. And she made it really clear today. When we're out of balance, when we can't handle all the things, there's that stress there. And you tack on the personal stuff and it just can seem like so much. It can seem like too much. So I do invite you to take some of Shauna's advice, listen to the tips she gave today, and also in your business, find the ways that you can show up in your power, in your flow that feel like ease and joy to you so that you are minimizing stress in your business growth. There's really no reason to add any more unproductive stress in your life. I... I think you can see how our Rise Above Noise community is revolutionizing how service professionals show up in our marketing to make a real difference in the world. Marketing is what helps your business grow, and now more than ever, our world needs you. It needs these transformation creators to be successful in your ventures, to show up in service and make a real difference in our world. I honor you, I want to thank you for joining today, and I do look forward to seeing you in our Rise Above Noise community and sharing the next Rise Above Noise spotlight with you. Mm -hmm.